Hello and welcome to the Weekly Song Podcast. My name's Roger Heathers. My regular co-host Declan Kitchener isn't here with me for this episode because uh, it was recorded uh, sort of uh, away from our normal recording location and it's uh, a different type of episode again. This is the second in this series of, uh, I suppose you could call them interviews or conversations, uh, where we talk uh, to different artists about their approach to writing without the normal format of the show where we write a song in seven days. And um, so this time it's kind of an unusual one because... Um, it's a conversation between myself and uh, my writing partner, Joe O'Neill. Uh, we're on a recording project together called Pea Green Boat, uh, in which I write all the music and he writes all the vocal lines, harmonies and lyrics. And it's kind of like a 50-50 uh, writing uh, arrangement we have there. So uh, Declan and I have a few things in the pipeline as far as uh, other interviews we have in mind for different people we want to kind of talk to about their writing process and their creative uh you know, approach and that sort of thing. Um, but I thought, you know, well, I kind of got this interview segment thing in my mind and uh, and I'm going to go and record some vocals with uh, with Joe, which is what happened the other day. Uh, I drove to Joe's house, we'd recorded some vocals and I thought, you know, why not have a conversation about the way we write? Because I think a lot of the ways we write together uh, are applicable to the, the things we talk about in the normal weekly song podcast show, you know, creative approach and that sort of thing. So uh, we have a conversation with Joe here and, uh, and myself, me kind of acting as like interviewer and, and uh, you know, a second half of the conversation there. And at the end of the interview, we have a new song, Carolina Ren, to show you, which is uh, going to be the, the lead single from our next album. And uh, we're really, really excited to show uh, you guys this and, uh, and hopefully you enjoy it. So I'm just going to dive into the interview here and uh, play you the conversation we had and then it's going to finish off with the, uh, with the new song. So hopefully you enjoy it. I say this at the end as well, but you can check us out at pgreenboat.bandcamp.com or you can find P Green Boat on Facebook and uh, go and like the page because we've got some exciting stuff coming up and, uh, and the regular programming for the weekly song podcast will resume after this episode. So you can look forward to that as well. All right, cheers, here we go. This is Roger from the Weekly Song Podcast, and um, we kind of got a bit of a weird segment for you today, uh, kind of in the same vein as the Grip Grand interview that you heard a little while back. Um, I'm doing an interview, well, not really an interview, but kind of a conversation with uh, my writing partner, uh, Joe O'Neill of Pea Green Boat. Say hi, Joe. Hello. And uh, we're kind of going to just talk about the way that um, our writing uh, relationship works, and because... This is the yes. fifth year anniversary of Pea Green Boat releasing their first EP. That's right. Isn't yeah. that right? Ripples. It's five last month. Yes. Yeah. And like the, the basic way we write now is basically the same as how it was at the time. In a lot of ways, it's very different though. How would you say so? Well, like when we started, obviously we were in the love monks, weren't we? Um, I don't even remember how this came about. I think I was listening to a few of the songs you had up on SoundCloud mm. at the time. Um, because when we were in the Love Monks, uh, traditionally, Dan and I would write mm. in a room together. Um, and no one else would really get a look in until it came time to sort of put those songs together. Yeah. Um, which was great. It was fine. Um, but and then I we really had... liked your mm. music and I thought I'd really want to write with Roger as right. well. Because, like, the stuff, especially what you were doing with Harmony, mm. was something I'd always wanted to do with someone, but for whatever reason couldn't really. Mm. So I think I sent you some lyrics, didn't I? Yes, you did. And for Nowhere to Land, I think. 
No, it, was that the first no, one or there was, was one of them? King of Diamonds, actually. Um, oh, was that one of the first ones? That was one of the first ones. No, it wasn't. It was Azure. Azure. That was one. the yeah, first yeah. one. Yeah, I remember Azure. that now. Yeah. And another one uh, called Time Zones, which never really came to fruition. Did we ever write music for that? Uh, n- no. Um, no, we didn't. That was just lyrics, wasn't it? Yeah. But um, you wrote this really cool piece of music for it. And I think we recorded it on a couch in front of a microphone sat on a table. <laughs> <laughs> no mic stands at the time. No mic stands. In and, fact, um, if you go back in the Facebook page, like, the early pictures are just us holding the mic. Yeah, uh, very professional. Um, but I think we, it came together quite quickly after that. I think we were listening through some of your files and I says, oh, can I sing on that? And mm. that became Believe. And um, it was all very kind of hodgepodge. It was. And, um, and songs yeah. like King of Diamonds in particular, and this is where I feel it was most different, Yeah. Um, and Shark, is you sent me the songs... Just in fragments, mm. so like thirty second segments that I would write something to and send it back, and then I would get back like a two minute segment, mm. and I'd write more. Yeah, and it would yeah, kind of yeah. go back and forth like that. It would be very much like we were writing together. Whereas now the way we do it is, um, and we kind of decided because it was such a fragmented process that I would sit at home and I would write a piece of music, a whole mm. song. I think sans it vocals and then send it very to apparent, especially when we were writing songs for the summer, mm. that that fragmented approach wasn't working anymore. Yeah, um, we'd get—I don't know how you feel about this—but I would get a piece of music from you mm. uh, that might have been half a song, mm. and I would write to it and think that could be really cool. Let's get that finished. Yeah, and then it would just kind of stall, and like so much time would pass that I think you said when you went back to it, you just weren't inspired by it anymore. No, true. That's kind of like a, a running thing with Pea Green Boat, which is one of the things I was actually going to say is um, I get bored very easily. Like, so... <laughs> Thanks, pal. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. That's like a testament to why this writing relationship works so well because we keep each other interested in what we're writing. So with those fragmented ideas, we'd be sending them back and forth and I wouldn't finish them because I'd be moving on to something else. Yeah. So by the time, like you say, we revisited them, I'd be like, ah, I'm not into it anymore. Yeah. And that's kind of like the sporadic way that we write and produce is like... I think we both have this feeling like, you've said it before, if less is more, think how much more, more will be. Yeah, I love that and expression. Like, <laughs> Even so Boats has always been like this kind of, this canvas that you can throw anything at, any of your influences, you know, and um, anything goes. Yeah, I think <clears throat> that's one of the things I like most about this. And again, um, not to speak ill of anybody at all, but in previous mm. projects I've been involved in, that's not necessarily ever been the case. What, the freedom? Uh, yeah, it feels like I would have to tailor what I was writing to fit some kind of band identity mm. or if it wasn't necessarily to someone's taste, mm. it wouldn't get developed. Yeah. So it meant a lot of possible avenues and a lot of things I enjoy doing as mm. as a as a as a songwriter and singer... I wouldn't be able to get to do, necessarily. Mm. So Pea Green Boat was really, really liberating in that sense, because Definitely. especially after I got my sound equipment uh, around the time of Songs for the Summer, I think, then and you I was able to start yourself. composing and layering myself, I just felt like I could do, and still do feel like I could do anything, Yeah, and we'd find a place for it. 
Absolutely. Like, there's nothing, there's never been an idea that we bring to the table, unless it's subpar, and we agree on that, that we go, no, we can't do that. It's always just like, sure. Like, and that's yeah. the thing I like about working with you is like, there's no restriction. I can I can put hip hop beats in the stuff I give to you and you don't go, wait, this doesn't work. We're like a, a rock or an acoustic uh, yeah. song this time. It just, you'll just accept it. Well, that's precisely because that's what I was trying to get away from, I think. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I don't necessarily listen to a lot of hip hop. Mm. But I like the idea of seeing what I can bring from my experiences mm. to other sorts of music like hip hop or whatever that you write mm. that you may not get from someone who listens to a lot of hip hop or yes exactly and I think some of that um, I think one of the like key inspirations we share is like the Mike Patton projects like. Um, you introduced me to Mr. Bungle's California around the time that we were making um, Songs for the Summer. Yes. And I just fell in love with the album. Um, just because it's um, so all over the place. And I was like, we should do this type of thing. I think a lot of that um, album probably uh, informed quite a bit of Last Astronaut in Space. Mm. In terms of, like, just how varied the canvas was. Yes. Like no two songs would kind of share the same kind of conceptual space. Yeah, or palette yeah. as well. Mm. Um, it, it is. And in some know. cases, again, like um, <clears throat> Let's Be Avenue, for example, or Dragon, mm. the way that you could have, like, ideas that you could maybe stretch into four or five songs mm. condensed into one. It's kind of a very yeah. much an ADHD approach to, yeah. to songwriting. Um, but... I think, like, we're definitely going more and more in that direction, but I will say, on the stuff we're working on at the moment, we're kind of doing, like, an acoustic thing at the moment, aren't we? Yeah. It's kind of not in that vein. Like, we kind of agreed to test ourselves, in a way, by going, we have to have this album, and uh, you have to help me remember the rules, but it has to be able to play be played on one acoustic instrument yes. all the way through. It's not produced like that, but it has to be able to be played on a guitar yeah. or a piano. <clears throat> there can and, um, be uh, any amount of instruments you want, but they have to be acoustic. Uh, you have to be able to pare it down to one instrument and it would still sound like a song. Mm. Um, I, for the most part, I think other than one point on the on the album, um, restricted myself to one vocal harmony mm. per song. Yeah, I think Carolina... Carolina Wren, I might as well say it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Carolina Wren might be the only... Um, exception to that rule mm. um but yeah i think that was it really wasn't it, it had to be acoustic mm. um had to be paired down to one instrument only one harmony and just see if we could write for me i mean i know we can but it was also a kind of a way to prove to myself that we could just write good songs mm. that weren't necessarily just hidden behind production production or, and we're both like big production fans we love like you know, soundscapes and giant harmonies and string sections. But at the same time, I don't know, like with Last Astronaut, we were go definitely going in a direction that was yeah. just like this smorgasbord of like everything. We were just like... Yeah. Like, because we kind of like... I still remember the first time I met you, we were playing Love Monk stuff in the same room for the first time and I harmonised with you and I don't know if you felt this, but I felt we like we had an immediate... Uh, compatibility yeah. as far as like mus musicianship goes, and we've done like acoustic stuff before, so yeah, it was worth we testing. Definitely that. have it in us. I think, <clears> especially, <throat> I'm not saying that it's not good because I, I really do think Last National in Space is a a really really good release. Um, but I was 
a little insecure, I think, around the time that we finished it, that because we'd gone so full-blown with it, mm. I wasn't sure if my ideas, sort of in terms of vocal melody, were good based on their individual strength or if because they were bolstered by so much mm. kind of orchestration yeah, and harmony and trickery. So I kind of wanted to prove to myself, I think, as well, that yes, the melodies could stand up on their own. I think I kind of had the same thing, like, listening back to the stuff, I was like, they're kind of like, uh, it's kind of like having a, uh, I don't know how to explain this, but it's like having something very, very complex compared to something simple. And at the end, I was kind of like, well, I, I do do uh, my own songwriting, you know, Yeah. Um, as people listening to this will, will know. So I was like, it would be good to do that style of stuff with Joe, because... I mean, you have, like, a great ear for melody and everything, so it, I knew it would fit well. So Yeah. Oh, God, my belly's rumbling. <laughs> I mean, that's another thing. Um, yeah. I feel like this release that we're doing now, um, I don't know if it would have been as impressive as it's turned out to be mm. if you hadn't have undertaken this weekly song challenge that you've mm. undertaken... Not saying your songwriting was crap before, but um, it's just come such a long way in what is essentially uh, 28 weeks or however many it is now. Yeah, well, I suppose any repeated practice is going to help with that. Yeah. But then, I don't know, I kind of always felt like whenever we did like even like cover videos for YouTube and stuff, there was always something there that was like me playing guitar with you singing had that sort of, I don't know, there was some something there that we could explore further. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, hopefully it, it turns out well. Definitely. We're in the middle of recording it today, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we are. We've just finished our first vocal session today, haven't we? We've got, like, how many more? Is it, like, five more lead vocals? No, four. Three. Two, oh, four, one. if you count um, the first one. Yeah, true, actually, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know, it's very, like, in the pipeline, isn't it, at the moment? It's not actually, like, coming out soon, but... Um, definitely keep an eye out for it. Um, unless you can think of anything to say, we could wrap up if you like. It's been a pleasure. As <laughs> <laughs> if you come to a radio studio. <laughs> we just sat on Joe's sofa with a, with a phone in the hand. But no, I'm happy with that. If you are, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. me too. Um, so, uh, where can they find you, Joe? Online, anywhere? Um, next to you, generally. Um, my main presence is on the P Green Pope page. To be honest, I don't do a lot of solo stuff yeah well i i've never plugged the pea green boat page before on, oh. on the podcast so okay. well i'm not out of like spite or anything <laughs> but um just um out of uh, forgetfulness and uh but <clears throat> you can find us on uh, facebook at pea green boat uh you can find us at peagreenboat.bandcamp.com we've got three albums out so check them out yes. if you like the sound of what we've been talking about um yeah definitely check out the music if you like what you hear and um thank and you I joe for you like for coming on no no thank you for having me all right, we'll uh, we'll see you soon. <laughs> and here's P Greenboat's new single, Carolina Run. Yeah, that was me 
We've all sung songs of love But the sparrow and the dove Tell very different stories In the end Caroline ran Home is where the heart is Start over again You never left those foreign ghosts The Martins have their secrets I envy them the most This won't be me If all sung songs of love But the sparrow and the dove Tell very different stories Okay, that's uh, Carolina Wren from uh, P. Green Boat's next album, which I can't reveal the name to yet, but um, if you like the sound of what you've heard and you like what uh, Joe and I were speaking about here, then please go and check us out on uh, our Facebook page, P. Green Boat, <coughs> or find us on pgreenboat.bandcamp.com. Uh, check out Declan's new single, Pause, which you can find on his uh, SoundCloud by searching Declan Kitchener on SoundCloud. Uh, find me at rogerheathers.com and uh, email the podcast at weeklysongpodcast at gmail.com and we will see you again soon. Good night.